Hello, and welcome back to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. This is part two of Save the Cheerleader, Save the World, which will come clear at the end of this interview. We had a wonderful time continuing to talk to Joanna, who is Unlearn16 on TikTok, and just an all-around amazing human. So please enjoy part two of Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Uh, I, I bought this for my dog in honor of you, to, so he's going to get this toy today. Oh my God. Um, because sharks and dogs. Love. Favorite movie. Best movie of all time. And your tattoo. Yes. Where is Obviously. it? Obviously. Yeah, right here. Oh, I have a shark. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, well, the shark. But then, oh my gosh, that, the whale with the boat on top? The with the boat. amazing. Nobody, you know, when I talk about this, I don't really give it enough. Because um, I don't. The first thing it. I notice is that little boat. And, and a lot of people, when they ask me about it, they'll say, you know, what's the symbolism there? And I said, well, I don't know what the, because it was an artist piece. So I go, I don't know what the artist was symbolizing. I go, but for me, it's the idea that a lot of the times we run through life and we have no idea how much is going on underneath, right? We have yeah. no idea of the depths of everything. We're sitting up here fishing, having a nice day, yet all of this is going on just beneath us. So to to have that perspective or to try to <clears throat> consistently be aware of as much as you possibly can. That's, that's why I got that piece. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Most people do not know that I also have tattoos everywhere. I'm not brave enough to have them like you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if I can get my leg up that high, but I got a dragon. Oh, oh nice. Oh, <laughs> I have and I gave myself a leg cramp. <laughs> One moment, <laughs> stretching out because I'm old. That's like putting your leg up on the uh, bathroom sink. Oh, that was funny. You got to stretch. You got to stretch. I, I should have stretched. I should have stretched. Just jump into that. Uh, I did see. Uh, this is kind of lightning round now. Uh, first of all, how's your mom? She's doing well. She's doing well. It's it's been slower than she would have wanted it to be. I think, but you know, um, gone through all of that surgery. We, there's still stuff, right? Because you have more scans and all of that. So I don't know. The other day, she's like, I just want it to be the way it was. And I said, Mom, I, I don't think it's ever going to be. So let's let's sit down and like just embrace the fact you're never going to go back. It, you can't, right? But, <laughs> but this way, I think it, it can be a different kind of awareness and a different kind of reality. And you've gone through something that most people could have just been like, I'm not even going to try it. Like I'm done. I'm not, you know, and that kind of strength, um, you know, that, that you have and that I saw, you know, I, there was a lot of moments. My mom did my live the other day. Did you guys catch that? No, no, I miss that. So like, I miss most of your lives. <laughs> my mom, it, it, most of her life, she was overweight. Um, like after me kind of thing. And she was very uncomfortable getting her picture taken. So she never wanted her picture taken ever, ever, ever. And now she's lost, she lost all this weight, which was really, she got really healthy right before she got diagnosed, which is, you know, ironic. Um, but she's lost a lot of weight, but then, and now since she's lost weight, she feels like she looks really, she's 72. So she, she looks like she's 72. She's like, now I feel like I'm just old and she's kind of lost a bit of her hair because of all of this anyway. And so she's gone through all of this and she has a bag and 
all of this stuff that would would lend itself to her not wanting her photo anymore, like any of that. And I said, mom, you know what? I go, because all of these people have been so lovely to her. People have sent her stuff. People have talked about her. People like just beautiful. And at times when she really, I think, needed it. And I said, you're going to go on live. You're going to tell people your story. Is that okay? Like I didn't make her. She goes, okay. And she, she did this whole, she did it for about 45 minutes. And she got off. She goes, I can't believe I just did that. Like, cause she was on video the whole time talking literally to herself. Cause you can't, and she, my mom couldn't read the comments cause she couldn't, it was too small. And she's like, how did I do that? I go, see, I go, you've gone through something so big that you realize the things that are more important now. And mom, you just helped. Cause I know what the comment said. Like you just helped all these people who have gone through it. Their parents are going through it you know, and you gave this perspective to it. And sometimes you gave it with humor because we talk about the time I was helping her because she had a bag and I can't, was helping her out of bed. And all of a sudden my foot was wet. I go, mom, what, why is my foot wet? And she's like, and she looked at me and I go, am I standing in urine right now? And she, we laughed, the two of us laughed so hard in that moment. And what a, like a lot of people would be like, Oh my God, how could you laugh at that? That's so whatever. I'm like, first of all, it's sterile. I go, but second of all, to be able to laugh in that moment had such power. And I will forever tell that story. Cause we still laugh about it now. Um, you know, and I've helped my mom through a lot of things where she's just like, I can't believe you have to help me do this. I go, it's a brave new world, <laughs> you know? And, and I think it all has, it, it all has transformative power. As much as I would love everybody to go through life with no <laughs> issues, um, sometimes those issues just give you such a different perspective, right? And such a different way of looking at life that is, you know, incredible in some ways. And Presley just had his spleen removed a couple of weeks ago. I can't with this dog. Seriously, I, if that were the only story, he's had a cherry eye. He's allergic to everything. Apparently. He's allergic to life. He's had, and I'm not even going to explain this what this is, but you can go ahead and think of it. He's had two prolapsed urethras. Oh, he, because he's a bulldog. I take him to the vet, and they go, "You got a bulldog. That's what you got." And then this thing, and and that story. I mean, because I've I've gotten very close to him over this last little while, and then that happened. Thank God, Anna noticed. Because guys, I don't know. I don't know if I would have seen it because I was too busy doing something else. Mm -hmm. And literally the vet said from when it happens to when you have to have surgery is an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you got. And so, you know, the other day he threw up and all of a sudden we're back at the vet and the vet's like, Joanna, look, he's just throwing up because he's a bulldog. So (laughs) that's what they do. But now I'm like the parent, right? Now, like every little thing, I'm like, is his color good? Is his, cause they, they noticed his lips looked pale. I'm like, how do you notice that? <laughs> well, now I'm like constantly trying to look at his lips to see, are you pale? I don't know how you, it's too much. He's or, really afraid of a poodle. He would not cross the street. <laughs> I'm like, you're embarrassing me. What are you, I don't. 
And it's weird because he's, it's the only dog ever. He runs after all he wants is dog friends, right? And, and during COVID, we couldn't even be close to people. And except for this poodle. Well, it was a poodle mix. I don't know what it was. And he was kind of aggressive. Like when we got closer, I thought, go meet him, right? But the, he was very like barky. As soon as a dog barks at Presley, he lies down. He's not... He, he's not usually afraid, but he's very submissive. <laughs> Poor Presley. Because he's a vegetarian. I think the other dogs can say Yeah, yeah. They make fun. So uh, on, on one of your videos, you have your movie wall, which I relate to. Uh, and I noticed the series Heroes. Um, I love these. So who's your favorite character and why is it Siler? <laughs> <laughs> He is pretty awesome. You know what I like about him? The I liked, like, I loved him. Absolutely. And then watching him trans, like, transform into Spock. Did you ever see? Did, I'm like, Zachary oh, my God, this love, guy is love. amazing. He did such a, because I was really, I didn't think that series was going to run. Um, you know what? I should rewatch that whole series, to be honest. The first I season was pretty it. great. The second season kind of tanks. I haven't watched it. I used to. Uh, this is something nobody knows. In my old house, I used to love it so much. And I used to love the concept, save the cheerleader, save the world, just as a metaphor. To be honest, I should probably add that. I'm surprised it's not. There's because name for your it was a while ago, right? And you sometimes forget, but I actually painted a banner. Like a, I had a canvas, I, I painted all the time. I had a whole banner painted in my family room of my old house. That said, save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, that's, like, that's your podcast name. I don't think I can steal that. Why not? Well, don't you it's think only I'm a line it? in a movie? The difference it, here's yeah, <laughs> the line in a movie. I got the name of my podcast was inspired by a t-shirt that right. has a different design, and oh. I went to a lawyer to make sure, you know, hey. So you just like, put a different design with it, and yeah. you're good to go. I, mean, I really it's not like smart thing. Have you seen her logo? Uh, well, yeah, it's on. Wasn't it on the thing you sent me? I think Probably. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the skeleton on the save thing. the I like that. I mean, Maybe that is the name. Save about the cheerleader, save the world. I like the feminist implications. <laughs> I like the slightly gay implications. I like the idea if you save one person, you know, if you then that you save one person, that's it. That's how you save the world. There you go. Yeah. If everybody you saved one person. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Well, now we're gonna have to disagree because Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Her Bruce Willis's lips. <clears throat> However, I will transition. What's your okay? Wait. What's your favorite Christmas movie? You're gonna say Elf. Story. No, uh, not Elf. Okay. I hate Elf. I hate Elf. I can't. I my think favorite. You are the only ones. I hate it so much. Um, I my favorite Christmas movie is probably still Christmas Vacation. But to be perfectly honest, if I only could watch one thing, it would probably be the the Rudolph Claymation. I mean, that's not a bad choice. The but, Island Misfit Toys is brilliant. The little gay elf. I, yeah. I, I, I guess there's an association. <laughs> I will admit the Die Hard is a Christmas movie when they make it with Charlize, as you suggested. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, have you seen Atomic Blonde? 
it just I just don't understand why we just can't make movies now where you know guys or girls I don't care are the leads and they go home and they save their partner and their partner happens to be the same sex and it's just not a part of the movie yeah you know what I mean let's just make that movie let's just yeah. just make it right now uh, there's a documentary on Netflix I think all about it's actually kind of frustrating but it's all about um women in movies and how because I, I do think the whole gay thing and women they're very much inter interconnected because I think it's a gender issue but the whole idea how um women just kept thinking okay well this movie made money now they're gonna let us make movies or this movie's now they're gonna let us in now they're gonna let us in and it's all of these amazing actresses and directors talking about how you you would push through and then all of a sudden slam your head and it still keeps reverting yeah. like the, the director that made boys don't cry that movie made incredible amounts of money nominated for all sorts of oscars she didn't get another job for nine years oh, which is ridiculous and then it was carrie by the way the remake <laughs> what yeah. what a weird so it's not it, it, when people say, well, it's not it's a money thing or it's a popular, but it really isn't because all of these movies like Thumb and Louise did great. Uh, Sigourney Weaver as as Ripley did great. They all do well. It's just it's something else that's getting in the way. And that's where it's very, very difficult to talk about, you know, that kind of dynamic and not talk about just sort of an implied sexism and, and sexism, even if it costs you money. Mm hmm right? Money, that's not solving anything anymore. No, I'd rather just make garbage with the standard that's already there. Yeah, like it's just like Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids was probably one of those movies where I, I didn't want to even like it because I knew it was going to be replicated. But then I saw how different that movie was. I'm like, that's it. It's going to open up the door. Nope. That's the only movie that's ever been made like that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's very weird. I agree. I agree. I'll forgive you for liking the Red Sox because you're Canadian. Listen, I That's like the West Coast thing for me. So here's the here's the unfortunate reality. Or I, I'm a Blue Jay fan, so I like the that, Toronto. That's Blue okay. Jays. Blue Jays are fine. To so be honest, my first favorite American team. Like if I was going to pick just one, it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers. I know there's lots of Dodgers fans. It would be Detroit. It should I don't be the Mariners. I. It's tough. Mariners fans aren't even Mariners fans. Hey, hey, hey. That's what makes us fans. I don't know why. I love them when they're losing. As a kid, I've always loved Detroit teams. I liked the I liked the Tigers. The I liked the Red Wings. I like the Pistons. I don't even know why. I think it's because they come from like a hard town. I don't know. I just I and I, I love City Field. Yeah, I love that park. I love that park. You know. <laughs> But you can't not go to a Boston game and become a little bit of a Boston fan. It's a the, cult over there. The problem so is, rude. yeah, the, it's not the team. It's the fans. Yeah. And the, the money. Fans are kind of jackasses. <laughs> well, just if you wear something else. I, I knew better. Like, I go. <laughs> Even when that. they come somewhere else. Oh, yeah. When they came here, they were. They're super rude. Terrible. That I, I'm assuming Yankees fans are the same. Not nearly as bad. Really? The Red Sox are way up here as rude they're playing the we stadium. just we just trounce them here so that that's got to make you feel good it does. <laughs> anytime they lose i'm happy about it we just beat them left right and center 
One quick question before you ask your other question. Yeah. I know you want to ask I'm, Well, I'm running out of time. I don't want to keep him here all night. You, I'm yeah. totally fine, by the way. You guys can talk as long as you want. When I get sleepy, you'll know it. <laughs> you made a video. I never saw part two. I'm really upset. When you went to Victoria's Secret, and you were getting makeup and eyelashes and a wig. That's the part two is the Justin Timberlake Madonna. Why didn't I see that? Oh my God, you, it's right there. It is the next video. I'll show it to her. Yeah, because I wanted to see the rest of it. That's the video that's my, my boss's favorite video because I have a wig on, full makeup, a corset, and yeah. I'm Madonna. So I'll tell you. I'll show her. I, that's the only one I missed, Sam. I think you thought you didn't know what it was. I don't know. I went through every TikTok to try to find that. You might not have known it was me. That wig. I could wear, look, I can wear tight leather pants. I can wear heels. I can wear a corset. But look, that wig, that wig freaked me out. That's in my comments that I had planned. Let's just talk about why you're not a model. <laughs> I mean. It's my it's, crooked nose. No, I wouldn't even have noticed your nose if you hadn't said anything, first of all. And second of all, you could wear literally anything. Yeah. Well, that it's, but it's funny. It's, it's funny what. Um, so a lot of people will ask, like, are you trans? I'm like, no, but, but here's the, because when I think of trans, I think of somebody who wants to change their, who wants to transition, right? Who wants to change their sex. But when I think about it purely on a gender expectation, there are certain things I feel comfortable in and then certain things I just don't. And I find that interesting. I'll tell you one thing I can't, I cannot do is paint my nails. Why would you want but you to? don't need to? Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, even cool, like spike from buffy remember when he had like all the black kind of nail polish? i'm like that's a good look no nope, yeah. i can't I don't like it i don't know what it is the the wig makes me feel uncomfortable but i can throw a corset on and leather pants anytime you want i mean I your hair looks great you don't need a wig the wig freaked me out you could do colors i have done colors before i've done that's a lot of things stay in my hair very long but yeah yeah all right let's uh let's get into buffy all right all let's right. do it I have to admit, it's been a long time. I did watch all of them, but it's been a long time. all of them so many, and Anna's being forced to right now watch them all, so. I I am guessing that you are more of a Spike fan than an Angel fan. 100%. Angel's I, I didn't used to be. I no. I used to. Angel, at all the first way. was on board with Angel. And me then. Yeah. Spike won me over in the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. I mean. I even I think, watched Angel the show by itself. I think it's also a growing up thing. I think when we're yeah. young, yes, I think, and I know we're talking obviously fiction, but we see that kind of love and it was much more paternalistic. And we think that's what it's supposed to be. When you're young, you think that's how it's supposed to look, right? He's very much, I don't want to say a father figure. There's nothing weird about it, but like very paternalistic like i'm going to take care of her i'm the person that's going to protect her whereas spike always knew i don't got to protect this girl from anything well, there was also the the whole broody moody um romeo and juliet not supposed to be together thing which is also unhealthy <laughs> absolutely very unhealthy and very like you know tortured and back and forth and up and down and big and and, that's and then when he's like comes back to himself and then she has to kill him, come on. That was a great episode. That I thought that episode good. would have drawn in Anna. She's like, oh, what? Come nothing. On. Oh, Anna, come on. 
It's awful. That should have been the one. It's awful. I know. I, I tell everybody. I watch season it again. One, season one's a little limited, but if you go through season two and you watch her kill him and you don't want to watch more, don't watch anymore. Yeah. Because that's, that's a great episode. But It really is. It really it's been is. a little upsetting lately with Joss, so I, I try to forget that he was a part of it altogether. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that's been happening more and more with people in I know, right? Pop culture. I really don't want to think about what they are in real life because it's ruining everything for me. I think what we have to also, I mean, Buffy's a long time ago too, right? I think we also have to remember, not that it justifies anything, what was acceptable. Yeah. What you was important? You can't judge things. You can look upon them and learn from them, but you can't judge them at the same standard that we have today with the knowledge that we have today. And exactly. And what Hollywood still is and what still is encouraged. Why are there no more female directors? Why are there no more? It still is all of the things that are toxic that allowed Josh to do what he did. A whole bunch of people are doing right now. They're just not getting called on it. Yeah. And and I think that's a really interesting, um, it's not to justify their behavior, but it's to say, look, there's a reason all of this is still happening. You know, when I watched, did you watch the Zack Snyder cut? I, of haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? Oh. I heard it was good. And, and to watch even some side-by-sides and to watch what Joss did to that movie and why he did it, you're like, oh my God. Like there's series, there's points where he had Gal Gadot come back in just so he could videotape her ass in a scene. Upsetting. And I'm like, are you are you kidding? And this was a reshoot. He brought her back in to do this because that was important. You know, and again, look at how that turned out. So Justice League was an epic failure. And, and what does Josh do? He tries to feed to all and pander all of this garbage that nobody wants anymore. Whereas four hours, four hours, there's a, you got to book off an afternoon <laughs> and everybody says, look, that's genius. And mm -hmm. he didn't do any of it. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, you know, I think it's fascinating to look at stuff like that. Uh, why are sunflowers aggressive? Why are what? Sunflowers aggressive. They're giant. I don't, why are they so big? You know, I thought one was growing in my front, my front, and I was just going to leave it because I was going to do a TikTok about it, and it never actually bloomed. And then somebody came to my house and said, "That's not a, that's not a sunflower. That's just a weed." <laughs> and it was as tall as me, and I'm like, "But I was waiting to do a scary TikTok with it. I don't like them. They're not pretty at all." <laughs> all right, fair. Um, why does Canada sell better potato chips? And I'm not just talking about the ketchup ones. Rude. Yeah. You guys have better, we have better chocolate too. You guys cut ties with England a long time ago. <laughs> this, these are your consequences. You know, that's valid. Fine. You look, you get better, you get the better, you get the movie industry, you get the music industry, they you get better cars, you get better cars all the time. You get better cars, but, but chocolate and chips. England really does the best of all of that. They know how to do junk food. I had to call a company to order the dressing because they only sell it in Canada. Salad dressing. They all dressing? Oh, what salad dressing? It's Lighthouse uh, Feta Dill. Ooh, I haven't even it tried is that. so good. I'm going to try that. They don't sell but it down here. We don't I even have Olive Garden anymore, so we do have crosses to bear up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Olive Garden. 
Uh, we don't do, I, we don't I, do I, food the same way y'all do food. Like we, we don't, you guys, you guys do it up. We just, we're a little bit more minimalistic. That's why like you guys are all about the buffet. We don't really, doesn't do well, unless it's the Mandarin up here. Not during COVID, we don't. No, there's none left anymore. Yeah, well, you'd think those were always a kind of a bad idea in general. <laughs> mm -hmm. I got sick one time from the Mandarin. I could never go back. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I did not see whatever happened with the... Um, Queer TikTok survivor. I really appreciated the pony video. What? I I never saw what happened. So what I heard, I don't know what, it kind of all fell apart. So what I heard was Alexis won, but I never knew, did she, because at that point she had way more followers than me because I had like, back in, when that was happening, I had maybe 20,000 followers. Um, but I, and I didn't know if it was being determined by followers, but then I heard there was dis disagreement amongst the judges and then they just didn't put out anything. I'm like, well, so I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the reality is Alexis didn't come close to my video. I love her to death, but not even, she got a bunch, what she did is she, I remember she got a bunch of TikTokers to rap like lip sync, I think in her video. Whereas I actually rapped. I'm like, that yeah. was the challenge. Yeah. It was not awful, but I did it. You did it. Yeah, you did it. God, that was horrible. And it's <laughs> still mad that I didn't do it the way she wanted me to do it, which would have been way better, which would have been actually rap it, record it, so it sounded good, and then lip sync it in my actual video because the audio was awful. I should go back and just fix it. Just redo it. Cause you can't even hear it with Anna. It's she has so many better ideas than me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. She why don't you dance with Anna? Oh, stop. Because <laughs> I see me dance. Yeah. He constantly wants me to do dances. I'm like, hun, look, I'm not into losing followers. <laughs> right now. People think I'm just being modest. We don't want to eliminate that as a concept. They also probably think I can actually play that guitar that's on my wall, which I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the guitar, that's what I was thinking of earlier. When you, you showed a clip of how many tries you, you did that with the guitar and you were lip syncing or something. I, I don't think I really even realized how many takes people do on TikTok to make sure it looks good. Oh yeah. That is so much work. Yeah. And, and the lip syncing is also hard. Um, it, it is, it can be, and it will just get frustrated. Like I'll, I'll get to a point where I'm like, I can't even remember a simple line, which is just ridiculous. Um, but Anna would push me through all that. She'd be like, no, you gotta do it again. That wasn't good. You gotta do it again. You gotta do it again. You gotta do it again. And then it would be the way she, when she filmed it a certain way, like I, until I did TikTok, I never knew my nose was crooked. I'm not joking. And there's, there's some metaphor here too, I'm sure. Because I thought it happened when I was like playing, because I used to play rugby. I'm like, obviously I got hit on the nose, whatever. But guys, I've just been looking at high school pictures. <laughs> it's always been like that. And I never knew. Nobody ever told me. Because nobody ever noticed. But staring at myself for 24 hours a day. And I keep doing this. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to go. We're going to go get the nose job. 
I breathe so much better. Well, if it's for breathing, then maybe it's worth it. It's for my aesthetic. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those people that if I get it, if I ever get it fixed, I'm never going to say, I'm going to joke that it's about breathing, but I'm going to, it's look, stop it. Nobody gets plastic surgery to bleed, breathe better. I've seen the way they do a nose job. Somebody said maybe they can just do it with collagen or they can just fill. It's just like a filler. But I'm not interested in having my nose broken. I've, I've seen that surgery. Yeah. I, I'm too much of a wimp, even for my vanity. I don't think I can. You got to wear the nose brace in the forever. But it would make a great TikTok, let's be honest. <laughs> There's already somebody on there doing that, though. Ed is, all, Ed is always like, Joe, like everything doesn't have, we'll, we'll be anywhere. And she's like, everything doesn't have to be a TikTok. I'm like, yes, but things translate so beautifully sometimes. And if we don't capture it, I tell her, if I had her videoed all the time, guys, you would never stop laughing, <laughs> ever. She came up to me and she goes, I, I got some alloy cream for my face. I said, excuse me. <laughs> I know, I heard that was so funny. That you was got your alloy. Live today. <laughs> No, you didn't get alloy. You got aloe. <laughs> but she's dead serious. Believe me, if we did that TikTok, people would think we made it up. Never have I ever made anything she says up. Sometimes you I have, have to get her, her to say it again. What's up? Out of her mouth on your live. Yeah, it's just it's normal. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna put a TikTok out later. You'll see it. I caught her eating popcorn with a spoon. What? Oh, exactly. Yeah, that should be everybody's reaction. But that was just me sitting. I was watching Buffy. We were eating. I ate dinner. She was having popcorn. And I'm sitting there and I look over and because I can hear her rattling, but I know she put popcorn in a bowl. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? She goes, I don't want to get my fingers dirty. Ever. Yeah. She's hilarious. Way funnier than me. Way funnier. I definitely think you're selling yourself short on the cameo cost. So oh. anybody listening, uh, Joanna's now on Cameo. Look, it's for fun. I like, what do, what do I need to do? Charge people crazy amounts of money just to listen to me talk? You can listen to me talk on TikTok every day for free. <laughs> yeah, but it won't be personal. Look, I'm, I'm dying for somebody to propose with me holding a ghetto blaster above my head. <laughs> oh, I can't say. Oh, my God, I just said it. I can't believe I just said that. You have to edit it out. <laughs> You can't say that anymore. You have to say boombox. And of course, I'm leaving that in because it leads to the rest of the great part of our conversation. I never even contemplated what that word meant when I used to say it all the time. That's uh, what they were called. I have had to. No, but I think it was lot. for bad reasons. Yeah. Yes. I have had to adjust a lot of my language. I, you know, growing up in the 80s, 90s, yeah. I used to say lame all the time. Yeah. Now apparently that's an ableist word, and I shouldn't say it. Now I have to use other words. The R word. I'm not even going to say that. Can't yeah. use it, obviously. But like, there's words that I had no idea. Even like, um, uh, what was what's that? Gypped. Yep. 100. Gypsies. Yeah. I yeah. Can't, that nope. was relatively new. Yeah. There's all of this language that, it, and it's so funny when people say that we're not born of this and we don't have it embedded. I'm like. We don't even know what we're saying. That's how embedded it is. Yes. I say stuff and she says, mom, that's racist. I'm going, what? No clue. I don't say it mean. No, you don't. And, but it, but and that's the thing if you don't have a clue, right? Like my grandmother. With her. Guys, did, there's a story. I did, 
I did finally get my 85 year old neighbor to stop using the n-word so I figure that's a win look I'm gonna and I love my you guys have seen the tiktoks of my grandma I love her to death I my love grandma, her grandma. Is she's 95 so she also used that word to describe the color brown sometimes and I'm like what are you saying she's like what's the color I said no it is not <laughs> we, we we've had full now my grandma's lovely and she'll be like oh I well that's just what it was called I'm like well you can't say that anymore that's not okay anymore oh like, British grandma Ruby what she's called that color in a furniture store <laughs> she's amazing all right, I'm, I'm for real going to let you go. I have one more question. I'm going to let right. you pick it, okay? This is from this book. I don't know if you've ever seen this book. 50 Questions for Insane Conversations. Never seen it. Oh, Chuck, I like, he's the guy that wrote um, Fight Club. Yeah. So your choices are Euphoria Forever. Okay. Grizzly yeah. Weather. Okay. What? Okay. These are categories. I don't even understand the category. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Each one of these has a question on the back. I'm not letting okay. you see it. The cannibal's quandary or the tumor. Not your choices. Let's, go, let's go with the tumor because, you know, <laughs> okay. I kind of want to answer them all. I mean, I'll read them all to you. I'm, okay. I'm trying are to they long answer? time. No. Okay. No, they're just one page. She said she was no hurry. I'm still trying to be respectful. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. All, right. All right. We're going to start with the tumor. Look, we'll cap it at nine because then I really do want, uh, oh, I don't have milk. I still can't have a tea. <laughs> okay. The tumor. Okay. The tumor. I'm going to tell you the premise and then there's a question. Okay. You have a brain tumor. Okay. Though there's no discomfort at the moment, this tumor will unquestionably kill you in six months. However, your life can and will be saved by an operation. The only downside is there will be a brutal incision to your frontal lobe. After the surgery, you'll be significantly less intelligent. You'll still be fully functioning as an adult, but you'll be less logical and have a terrible memory, and you will have little ability to understand complex concepts or difficult ideas. I'll be a Trump supporter. <laughs> the two, the surgery. Maybe that's in, what's happened. The surgery's in two weeks. How do you spend the next 14 days? Oh, so it's not, I, I don't even have a choice. I thought you were going to give me a choice. Do I no, end it? No, or do you're definitely it? doing it. I, I, <sighs> I would probably try to do as much of this. Literally, I would get on TED Talk. I would get on a TED Talk. I would try to get on as quick as I could. I wouldn't sleep for two straight weeks. And every idea that I think was great, that I might have been great, I would just record it and I would have it. I'd spend a whole bunch of money doing it properly. Maybe I could do a Netflix special. I would just think huge <laughs> and say, look, these are my last 14 days being smart. Because I, I think I've like, you know, that's I, I, I think I've become more intelligent as I've gotten older, but I've definitely relied on that. Um, yeah, I remember one time I had a migraine, but I didn't know I had a migraine and I couldn't read. Have you guys ever had a migraine like that? 
So I, I, but I didn't understand what words meant. And I called my mom from university freaked out. And she's like, Joe, just stop reading. Just give it a night. And I was freaked out. And I'm like, oh my God, is this what people feel like when they just don't understand things? Mm. I can't live like this. I, but so yeah, that's what I would do. I would literally surgery. Apparently. (laughs) What's that? I said, or opt out of the surgery, apparently. And just die. <laughs> but here's the thing about people who are, you know, and I joke about Trump supporters, but they, they don't know. After the surgery, I don't know that I'm not smart. I'll just well, go away. I mean, as we've previously established, Trump supporters are willfully ignorant. Exactly. Stupid. I just carry on, but people could play back things, at least for the time where that was, you know. Oh, this is fun. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> Uh, which one? Whichever one. Euphoria forever. Euphoria forever. Imagine the following three sensations. Well, this is a good one for you. Number one, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 hours, the food is prepared perfectly. Okay. Number two, lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Okay. Number three, the first moment of urinary release after having held a completely full bladder for 90 minutes, more than 90 minutes. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> for the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all of the time. This is how you will always feel 24 hours a day. You won't be doing this, this specific activity. You'll just have that, that euphor- euphoric feeling. Which Easy. one do you select? Bed. <laughs> Absolutely. Who cares about food? Bed. That feeling, that feeling is pure joy. <laughs> and I don't, and, and if I could be that relaxed, do you imagine if we could all be that relaxed in our world for the rest of our life? Like everywhere we went, we're just like, I, Anna has that ability, actually. She walks around and she is just calm. Nothing gets to her. I, that's what I want. <laughs> fair enough, huh? fair enough. All right, let's do a grizzly weather. All right. Think of someone who is your friend. Do not select a best friend, but make sure it's a person that you would classify or consider more than an acquaintance. Okay. This friend is going to be attacked by a grizzly bear. Now this person will survive the grizzly bear attack. Guaranteed. There's a 100% chance that your friend will live. However, the extent of their injuries is unknown. They might receive nothing but a few superficial scratches, or they might lose a limb or multiple limbs. They might recover in 24 hours with nothing but a great story, or they might spend the rest of their life in a wheelchair. Somehow you have the ability to stop this attack from happening. You have magically, you can magically save your friend from the bear. The salvation will come at a particular price. If you choose to stop the bear, it will always rain for the rest of your life. Everywhere you go, it's raining. Sometimes it will pour. Sometimes it will drizzle, but it will never not be raining. It, and it won't rain over the total earth, totality of the earth, nor in any kind of hydrological cycle that can be disrupted. These storm clouds will be isolated and they will focus entirely on your specific whereabouts. You will never see the sun again. Do you stop the bear attack for a lifetime of rain? Guys, my hair would never look good again. <laughs> I mean, I presume you could be in your know. house. And it would rain. Like, listen, are you guys from the West? Well, sorry, what, what state are you guys in? North uh, Washington State. Well, so you know about rain. 
Guys, I can't, I went, I lived in BC for a year and it rained every day. It was the most depressing thing. We just tell people it rains here all the time so that they don't move here. (laughs) It was awful. BC rained from October to January. I swear to God. That's probably accurate. I don't think I can. I don't, it's not just an acquaintance. No. It's a a friend. Like not a best friend. Melissa's a really good friend. <laughs> the ridiculous thing is, objectively, I want to say no because, like, my hair. And, and I'm no good to anybody if I don't have a good hair. And, but here's the reality. A moron. I would be jumped into that before even thinking it through anyways. Like, I have put myself in so many situations where I really should have had my butt kicked. And in my head, guys, I'm grizzly bear big. But I'm like a buck 20 soaking wet with no muscle. With good hair. But I probably would have, I, 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 yeah, if I could think about it, I'd say no, because it would be awful. Because I think it would be so depressive. But like I said, I'd jump in. It just, it would just be what I did. Stupid. I don't think it's a good choice. But, uh, <laughs> all right the last one is the cannibals quandary you're in a plane crash in the andes mountains i saw the movie it was alive like the movie alive exactly there you go uh or i suppose like the 1972 ugandan rugby team who experienced this situation in reality that's there you go that's what it's based on right (laughs) yes as such you'll be forced to consume human flesh of the people who died on impact which is, of course, a terrible consequence, but the only way that you're going to survive. Fortunately, you did not know any of the victims personally, okay? Would you rather eat a dead baby or eat a dead elderly person? Would gender play a role in how you select this? And how much would it bother you if the meat turned out to be delicious? It's the first thing you said that got her. I should be taking a picture of your face. I want to know one person that chooses the baby. You choose the baby? Stop it. <laughs> Look, you got to listen to the rationale. I would. The baby doesn't have any diseases likely. If this is for pure survival, the baby's already dead. <laughs> what <a> horrible. <laughs> oh, worse. You can't, you can't see the baby. You remember, isn't there a Buffy episode where the demon eats the babies? That's what his tribute is. Yep, yep. I would. Here's my answer is kind of interesting. First of all, I'm not picking the babies, but uh, I probably choose women. Okay. Only because I think guys are dirtier. I don't think they shower as much. <clears throat> I don't think they keep themselves as clean. And so that's it. And also usually women, percentage-wise, we have a higher degree of body fat. And I think fat tastes better than muscle. Fair, fair. And it tasted good. I've had this, like, people have said, I don't think I care. You're, I mean, I wouldn't make it a habit. But I've watched enough Buffy where I'm like, no, that'd be all right. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> I'm okay with that. 
Just, that why that movie like always I just oh it's, it's a lot like, you guys are like I don't I guess in real life who knows how they react but like the only reason we don't eat people it I mean outside of like killing somebody is because it's gonna make us sick right like I mean, there's I think that they thing they still do a little bit in in um, Papua New Guinea I'm not really sure well I think but there's it's more like uh, ceremonial yeah. it's not like for dinner. Yeah, I and it's funny because I I really I talk I'm not vegetarian I'm not vegan I'm not anything but I and people will say you know why aren't you a vegetarian or they'll they'll ask me about that I'm like because unfortunately I think our culture goes by what's cute mm-hmm. which is why you shouldn't be eating babies <laughs> you know I don't eat rabbits they're cute I don't right, eat now, now Joanna's gonna go on TikTok and say this podcast is that she's gonna eat it's babies she's gonna eat babies. I don't need, I wouldn't eat horses. They're beautiful, right? But like chicken. Have you been uh, around a friendly cow? No, I, listen, I saw a video. I saw a video of cows playing like puppies. And I'm like, see, this is where the separation of, and I really do believe this, the separation from us from what we eat is incredibly important. Because if you said to me, the only way you're going to eat is you have to kill whatever it is. I could take out a chicken, but not a cow. I think I could take out a chicken. I that they. I have had to, and uh, it sucks. Well, nobody wants to, but like I could fish. Also, I could, I, I could fish. I would never kill a shark. I used to be able to fish. I can't do it anymore. I'm like, not, I am also not a vegetarian, but I'm don't know how I'm not because I'm such a softie. But like how I eat pig anymore is beyond me. It's just, it, you know, and then when I look at those, because they're, they're so aware and emotional mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like, I, I should really, but again, it's very much separated. I don't associate bacon with anything living. Yeah. It's a you nice little personalization. You have to have a specific mindset to raise animals to butcher, which I used to do. Yeah. I had pigs, I had turkeys, I had chickens, I had rabbits. But when you go, when you're raising them to eat, they're not pets. Pets. Yeah. My rabbits would tear your arm off if you mess with them. They're right. not thumper. Yeah. Trust me, they are they are mean. <laughs> it's funny because when I was in Tanzania, um we um goat is a very expensive commodity right mostly they whatever they eat a lot of maize and they eat a lot of like that kind of thing anyways we were having a a festival like a feast at the end with the community and it was lovely and we were asked by the people that we were working like do you want to buy goats for the and we're like sure because that's what they eat whatever but then the community gave us a goat and handed it to us guys alive and i'm like I look at Ryan, the, a guy that I've worked with forever. I go, are they giving us this to eat? We can't eat this. <laughs> Anyways, we took it and they, they, they then took it away and they brought other goats, which didn't really matter to me. And part of the process was to watch them be slaughtered. Now, you didn't have to do, do this at all. Like it wasn't your, you didn't have to, you don't, not at all. And I thought, you know what? I've, I've eaten meat my whole life and I've never watched and now these are goats by the way that 
you know, we treat animals horribly here and then slaughter them. But these are goats that have lived a decent life and now are going to be food. And, and they do it very humanely. But guys, before anything happened, this goat, before I even knew it was happening, this goat started to cry. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't describe it. Any- I, I was there with about four students who chose to watch it. And the four of us, three boys, we cried for a straight hour after and i'm like this is interesting to me because and i and i i still eat meat i feel i am still a hundred percent a hypocrite because if i had to do that never i couldn't i just couldn't but yet i still benefit from a system that does it on and and let's be honest the our meat production system here and in the states now is just not okay (laughs) it's so we can have cheap meat but it's just not okay but I'll never forget it as long as I live. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I mean, I couldn't eat the goat, but that was there. But why there's the only thing different between a goat and a cow is what? Size. What's, what's the difference? Different style hooves. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's different when it's cultural. It's, it's part of their culture. It's what they do. It's how they oh, live. Absolutely. And I get what, well, what I'm saying is like, I couldn't eat the goat, but I came home and had a hamburger. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard a really great um, indigenous lady that I follow talk about someone that was in her comments making some BS remarks about not going out and and killing things. And she had a very similar whole story. Like, look, this is the native tradition is, first of all, uh, conserving resources. Yeah. Not doing it in mass. They're respecting and honoring the animal they're killing. They're using every part of the animal. Like there's Absolutely. no really better other way to do it. And, and I'm the same way. I, I couldn't physically do it. You know, I had to kill a chicken and I bawled for three hours and, uh, sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> and, um, and that was, you know, that was the one I had to do had, had an injury. It wasn't even like for food. It was for mercy. And yeah. I still, Still had a hard time. So yeah, I, I'm the same. Indigenous people talk about that. Like I have nothing but respect. If somebody says I hunt, mm-hmm. and but what they do is exactly what you've described. I have nothing but respect. They don't go to Loblaws and get chicken already pre-cut because yeah. I'm too lazy to. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no waste there. I have nothing but respect for that. And to be honest, you know, if if maybe we were all a little bit more aware of that process, we might change maybe the amount. Maybe. Maybe we're not all vegetarian, but we change the amount we consume, right? Because mm-hmm. from what I understand, we consume way, like, I don't feel like I've had a meal unless there's meat in it. Mm-hmm. And that's just cultural. I don't think that's necessary. And to be honest, it's probably not good for us anyways. Well, we all know what Anna has every single morning for breakfast. And it doesn't she does. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> every, like, bar none. And I'm like, you're never going to change that. Sometimes the fruit changes. So maybe that's the diversity there. <laughs> Is Anna there with you? Uh, no, she was. She came into the room, but she walked downstairs. She's been, I don't know what she's doing. She is here somewhere. You two are so cute. Oh, thank you. That's all for her. She's, she's all the cute. She's all no, the cute. it's your hair. It's your hair. It's your hair. And, yep. That's why we can't do the rain scenario. Sorry. <laughs> I'll let Melissa know. I think Melissa will understand, to be honest. I did not see the second part of your prank with the uh, traffic jam. 
when you went to her house. I didn't see her reaction or anything to that. Is no, that you didn't her? it's on hers. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't see oh, it on I yours, but it's on hers, you're saying. Oh, yeah. No, she reacted to it 100%. Right. And Where she, did she get all those bras? <laughs> I told you. She's lived a very full life. <laughs> She's been out for a long time. That's where she keeps as tribute. That's hilarious. He is so I don't know. I, I'm they're sure they're not hers. Some, <laughs> one of them was leopard print. I mean, she hasn't got followers. Maybe they all got sent to her for your prank. I was going to put them all. I was going to put one on. I'm like, I don't know where they've been. <laughs> I didn't want to touch them too much. But I have, well, Anna actually has like, we have at least three ready to go pranks. Nice. You need to yeah. go get some blow up men dolls. Where do you get that? Like all of these things are going to cost me hundreds of dollars. This, you this know, next one. a lot of cameos to do. Is going to cost me at least three bills. I got to, I'm going to push will send you one. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> My my PO box lady is always like like what do you get in all these packages like mostly socks. You do I mean your sock collection's on point. I get a lot of socks. Yeah. I get than yours. Oh yeah, her sock collection's a lot better than mine. Yeah, I, I my fit. You have to go. You know, um, oh, what's the company I just bought from? Just for no, hold on, I'm gonna get the bag because I just bought. I just have a whole box of them. Oh, hold on. They're the best uh, outside of stance, but I find stance kind of expensive. Oh, it's called Good Luck Sock. Check this one out. Princess oh my God. Andre oh. the Giant. Oh, right. Amazing. And I got uh, some Super Grover. Of course. And uh, Archie. Jughead. Need some Marmaduke now. I've never seen Marmaduke socks. Don't get me excited about something I don't have. <laughs> I'm going to have to slow that. Trend well, I will uh, attempt to send you a small thank you box, but let me tell you how fun it is to send to Canada from the U.S. Listen, people have, it's ridiculous. It really is. Like I've ordered stuff from the United States during this whole thing. And um, it, it, unless I do it through like somebody completely separate than Canada Post, it just... You don't have to send me a thank you box. Oh, it's too late. I already got something. <laughs> too late. I'll open it around December. It'll be nice. It'll be like Christmas. Maybe that's when you'll get it. It you might go. be. Perfect timing. It really might be. <laughs> Joanna, thank you Perfect. so much for spending your evening with us. No thank problem. You. Thank you for inviting me. I had a great time. Give Presley some squishes. I will. I will. Give a hug. Thank you. And Anna, too. And Anna, too. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. All right. That was the amazing Joanna from TikTok. Again, her username is unlearn16, U-N-L-E-A-R-N-1-6. Definitely go check her out. Give her a follow. She's hilarious and she does have an amazing sock collection. I can attest to that. So Give her some love on TikTok or even on Instagram. You can find her there. Uh, if you have any questions for me, 
any other people that you want me to try to interview, you can always send me an email at someDayDeadPC at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at someDayDeadPC. And I hope that you all enjoyed this as much as I did. I know mom and I had a great time talking to her. And those are exactly the kind of people that I want to talk to and meet and get out into the world so other people know them. Because why not? Who knows if this is our only life to live? And someday we'll all be dead. <laughs>